Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm here to talk about mindfulness, emotional intelligence, and the wonderful benefits that these things can have in our lives, uh, You know, not only in work, but also in every area of our life. It kind of starts with work, because that's where we spend most of our time, and it ripples out, and, and it really does ripple out to every other part of your life, uh, your relationships, your friendships, your family, uh, the whole thing, and it's, and it's really, really, really beneficial. And not only do we talk about these benefits um, and some information about the, the practices themselves, but most importantly, I give you here actionable exercises that you can put into place in your life right now. Like literally, as soon as this podcast is over, there's there's stuff that you can do. Uh, every week, we, um, we do a, a practice Wednesday where I give you a guided meditation. And many other days, I talk about um, informal practices that you can do to, to really help uh, to cultivate these wonderful qualities of mindfulness and emotional intelligence into your life. And so today, um, welcome back. I am here to talk to you today about a particular nerve in your body, which is um, <laughs> which is uh, really very, very important on a lot of aspects, and uh, and it's often not, you know, I think it's it's not well known this this nerve, and it's actually called the vagus nerve. And it turns out that this has nothing to do with how you feel at a gambling table. <laughs> That's my little dad joke that I I literally can't stop myself from saying that joke every time I uh, <laughs> I talk about the vagus nerve. Uh, but but it's not even spelled like that. So and and to be clear, to this point, not a single person has laughed at that joke. So uh, so thank you for uh, for uh, you know letting me uh, letting me say it and and yeah. Anyway, um, so the Vegas nerve is not even spelled like Las Vegas. It's actually spelled V A G U S, and um, and it happens to be the longest nerve in your body. Okay, it starts from uh, in your brain, and it and it wraps all the way down. To below your digestive system, okay? So uh, basically it goes right from your brain to your butt. <laughs> and, uh, and so it, um, uh, it plays a huge role in our parasympathetic nervous system. Now, if you remember, I know I've talked about this before, that um, you know the sympathetic nervous system is associated with fight or flight, right? Like when, you're, when your sympathetic nervous system, there's, there's two different branches. I think there's actually three different branches of your autonomic um, uh, nervous system, but the, the two big ones are the parasympathetic and the sympathetic, okay? And when your sympathetic nervous system is active, um, that is when you are experiencing stress. Okay. That's when, when you're in that fight or flight mode, that's when, you know, cortisol is rushing through your body and your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up, your, you know, your, your digestive system shuts down the hairs on, on the outside of your body stand up to, to detect vibrations and actually your, your eyes dilate as well to, to get in as much information as you can. Basically all the things you don't want (laughs) if you're sitting at work, for instance, right. Or, or 99% of the times that you find yourself in your life, you know, because as I've talked about here, the sympathetic nervous system was designed in our evolution to keep us safe, right? So, uh, but safe for, from things that were, were threatening our existence, our survival, right? So like, you know, hearing a, a, a twig snap on the other side of a boulder, you know, this para- this sympathetic nervous system kicks in so fast that you immediately have blood rushing into the big muscles so that you can run away because that might be a saber 
sweet-toothed tiger over there, right? <laughs> but these days, you know, in the typical office building, there's very few saber-toothed tigers lurking uh, in the cubicles uh, to, to get you. So, um, so, so the, the sympathetic nervous system is often initiated by things like, you know, just stress about work and about, you know, perceived threats to our, you know, our social status, our financial status or what have you, right? And so the parasympathetic nervous system is what, you know, kind of brings everything back down to normal, okay? The, the sympathetic nervous system is often called the, the accelerator of the body and the parasympathetic nervous system is called the brakes, okay? Um, you know, you, you could also, you know, the, the sympathetic nervous system, one way to remember is, uh, is fight or flight where the parasympathetic nervous system is rest and digest, okay? So it's like, so, so basically, you know, the parasympathetic nervous system indicates homeostasis, right? That, that's the, the normal state of your body. Everything's working like it should be working. Uh, you're not, you know, your blood pressure, your heart rate, everything is normal, right? Um, and so the vagus nerve plays a huge role in initiating that parasympathetic nervous system because what the vagus nerve is doing is it is sensing all of your internal organs all the time, right? And so, um, so, so there's a, a back and forth information that goes from your brain to your gut and back up to your brain. And it also, the parasympathetic nervous, uh, I'm sorry, the vagus nerve also wraps around your heart. Okay. And so, um, so, so yeah, so, so the, the, so when you're, when you're, vagus nerve is is stimulated and and you know and and in good shape for instance you're going to find it much easier to get into the parasympathetic nervous system right which is to get into that rest and digest right which is you know and and to stay there right it's going to help prevent you from getting the stress response and it's going to if you do get into the stress response your your uh, your vagus nerve plays a huge role in getting you back out of that and into the you know rest and digest state of the parasympathetic nervous system. All right. Now, there's um, there's other benefits <laughs> to the vagal the vagus nerve. Uh, it's it's associated with many many different health uh, aspects um, that I'm going to list for you here. But the the way that it works is by something called the vagal tone. Okay, and the way they measure the vagal tone is they they measure the difference in your blood pressure from your in breath to your out breath. Okay, so so for instance, when you're breathing in, your blood pressure is X. When you breathe out, your blood pressure is X plus, you know, 0. 0.001 or something. There's a very, very slight difference. You can't feel it or anything, but it can be measured with, with instruments. And so the the greater the difference in the blood pressure between your in-breath and your out-breath, the higher your vagal tone, right? And Conversely, the the less difference between those two, you know, between the in breath and the out breath of your blood pressure, the lower your vagal tone. So let me review for you a couple of things. And by the way, at the end of this, I'm going to give you a, a bonus practice today uh, that that you can it's a guided meditation which will help you to increase your vagal tone. So check out what's involved in the uh, increased vagal tone. Okay, health aspects um, that are. Um, that are uh, associated with your higher vagal tone. And remember, the first thing is that the higher your vagal tone, the easier it is for your body, the more readily your body will enter into this parasympathetic nervous system, okay? Other things that are involved um, is lower blood pressure, better blood sugar regulation, reduced inflammation, better digestion, better moods, 
improved stress resilience and less anxiety. Okay, now a lot of those are associated with that, you know, parasympathetic as opposed to um, sympathetic, right? So like, you know, blood pressure, uh, digestion, moods, uh, stress resilience, and anxiety are all part of, you know, the, the sort of negative, you know, side of the sympathetic nervous system. Not negative side, but the opposite side of it, right? And so, but the but really interesting thing, though, is this, uh, you know, blood sugar regulation and reduced inflammation. Now, Almost every disease known to humankind is is a result of inflammation in our body. Okay, it's not not every disease, but many of them. Okay, congestive heart disease, um, diabetes. Uh, you know, um, or diabetes is more the blood sugar, I guess. You know, but but these two things are you know blood sugar regulation and and inflammation are hugely important for our health. Okay, that that's indisputable okay the lower inflammation you have the less likelihood you have of of incurring you know serious diseases okay and um and and like and likewise the better blood sugar regulation you have the the more healthy you're going to be and the more you know sort of uh more uh, optimized your body you know the system that we have that we call our bodies is going to be all right so uh so these are really 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 important things for our health and that's why i wanted to share this with you because uh these are all associated with this nerve in the body that nobody knows about you know and and by focusing our attention on understanding this vega vagus nerve and the vagal tone you know we can do things to help us to increase that vagal tone and thereby improve our health and our moods and our ability to focus because if you're stressed out you know and anxious you're not able to focus and if you're not able to focus you're not able to perform as well at your job or in your life in any aspect right and so these are important important things all right um now just for you know just for uh, giggles let's go over the some of the things that are involved with a lower vagal tone and this is the you know the the, the creepy music would be playing right now uh because these are not happy things okay uh depression diabetes, cardiovascular conditions and stroke, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, cognitive impairment, higher inflammation. All of these are associated medically with a lower vagal tone. Now, inflammation, again, this is huge. I mean, inflammation is the root of, you know, most of the illnesses that you could possibly incur later on in your life. And uh, among them, okay, (laughs) rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, autoimmune thyroid conditions, lupus, uh, endometriosis uh, for the women. That's a condition where the endometrium cells, which normally cover the inside of the uterus, grow on the outside instead, right? And symptoms include um, infertility and pelvic pain that can be severe and chronic. So all of these things are associated with a lower vagal tone, right? Now, (laughs) I mean, I'm giggling because it's like, uh, it's a nervous giggle, right? Because how horrible are those things, right? And, and how beautiful are the opposite things, right? So, so now I'm sure you're all asking yourself, well, hey, Art, are you going to tell us how to increase our vagal tone? <laughs> and the answer is yes, of course I am. I would never do that to you. Um, uh, so believe it or not, one of the greatest ways to do it to increase your vagal tone, one of the most effective and honestly one of the most happy ways to do it is by practicing loving kindness meditation. 
okay? There's a fantastic um, uh, TED Talk by Barbara Fredrickson, okay, who is a, um, she's a, a wonderful, uh, she, she's the, um, uh, prof- uh, she's like the director of the psychology department at, I don't remember the college off the top of my head, but, but she's a professor, she's a researcher, she's a, a psychologist, and she's been doing this for a long time. And in fact, in 2010, oh, I'm sorry, but she has this great TED Talk about the vagus nerve. So if you, if you search YouTube, Barbara Fredrickson, F-R-E-D-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, uh, search Barbara Fredrickson, vagus nerve. And, and I think it's called um, uh, uh, something about remaking love. That's what it is. That's the name of this TED Talk, remaking love. It's amazing. You should really check it out. Okay. Back in 2010, uh, Barbara and, and uh, another amazing scientist named Bethany Kick, um, they, they found that increasing positive emotions led to increased social closeness and an increase in vagal tone. Okay. So this is scientifically shown that, that, that by, by simply, you know, practicing loving kindness and, and by focusing on compassionate connection to others you are going to increase your vagal tone and that's a beautiful thing so so and the the meditation i'm going to give you right at the tail end of this i'm going to attach it as a as another segment is a a a great meditation on loving kindness um but also on building empathy and uh and i got a little mindfulness thrown in there as well so it's really a wonderful meditation i'm quite proud of it and i hope you enjoy it um and and you should really look up uh barbara fredrickson and uh remaking love because it's a wonderful uh, really wonderful TED Talk, and she's a wonderful scientist, and you know one of the people who's able to really uh, bring it back to to normal terms. Sometimes, you know, I study a lot of these brain scientists and researchers and stuff, and sometimes it's like, okay, I gotta read that again. What did he say? What did she say? You know, but uh, Barbara happens to be someone who explains it in extremely friendly and wonderful ways, and so I really, really recommend you checking her out. Um, by the way, just for full disclosure, there are other ways to increase your vagal tone other than loving kindness meditation, which happens to be one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, So I'm going to tell you what they are. I have five other things that I've, uh, my research has shown uh, also increases your vagal tone. Okay. Uh, One is slow, rhythmic, diaphragmatic breathing. Okay, so that is going to apply to many different types of meditation, okay, including mindfulness meditation, right? If you're, if you're, if you're focused on your attention on the abdomen as it rises and falls with your breath, you are breathing diaphragmatically and you are, you know, breathing slowly and rhythmically most likely because, you know, as you focus your attention on it, that's what generally happens, um, Humming is another one, I, I guess, and also speaking and singing, right? So lucky for me, doing a podcast every day, I'm stimulating my my vagal my uh, vagus nerve every single time I do this podcast. Which yay, you know. Uh, but but go ahead and talk, you know, talk and sing and, and hum. You know, it, it apparently it has to do with the way the vocal cords are sort of uh, resting on the vagal vagus nerve, and and it stimulates it for whatever reason. So uh, so go ahead and do those things, okay? Also, washing your face with cold water, 
is amazing. Uh, that, that that also somehow stimulates your vagus nerve. I'm not sure how that one works, but it does, uh, according to the science. And uh, and lastly, balancing your gut microbiome. Okay, so so it's you know in the same way that inflammation is so you know devastating to our health, um, and inflammation can be caused by things like you know processed sugars, uh, you know refined uh, uh, I mean refined sugars, processed foods, um, you know white white flour, you know, um, you know, so pastas and white bread and, you know, these things that are not whole grain, uh, you know, these things can all cause inflammation as well as dairy can cause inflammation in your body. Right. And so, Ironically, those things also throw off your gut microbiome, right? And so, and your your gut is the the core of all of your health, right? Like everything starts in your gut, right? And so, so you know, the gut microbiome include you know involves a lot of enzymes and and you know and uh, uh, bacteria that that are good bacteria for your gut, right? And so, um, so if you know, I know that one of the ways to to help with your gut microbiome is to to drink drink or take uh, uh, probiotics, right? And so, uh, so you might want to consider that. Talk to your doctor, uh, do some research on that, you know. Um, you know, personally, I eat a very healthy diet and my gut has not felt this good in, in, you know, since I can remember. I mean, in fact, I think my whole life, you know, because I grew up on Wonder Bread and bologna slices and, you know, I, my gut microbiome, I think for a long time was really, really in bad shape. And now I believe it's in very good shape uh, because I eat a very, very clean diet. I eat almost 100% raw. I'm not trying to tell you how to eat like me, but uh, but if, if I get some requests to talk about my diet, I'll do that, okay? that's another way to get you to email me. But, um, but I don't want to go too far into that because I'm not a doctor and, uh, and I don't want to, you know, pressure anybody into eating the way I do because, uh, you know, I eat to live, not live to eat, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and that was a decision that I made, uh, several years ago when I, when I started to lose or at the beginning of the process of losing a hundred pounds. All right. So, but, but I was very obese and I was an alcoholic and I was in really, really bad shape. So, uh, so don't necessarily go by me. Right. Um, but, if you're, if you're in a bad shape like that, though, really, go ahead and email me. I can tell you some things about my journey that maybe can help you, okay? So uh, I don't know who it is out there. I don't know what kind of uh, shape your bodies are in or, or the health of your gut or, or your diets or anything. But if you would like to talk about this uh, with someone who has gone through a journey of, of cleaning his diet up and really be, you know, reaping the benefits of better health as a result of that, I'd be happy to share any of my story with you, all right? So, um, so yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, about it. I'm going to go ahead and put this segment behind this for, with a, uh, a new meditation. I know it's not Wednesday, but hey, why not? Let's go for it. I'm going to throw it in there. Um, and I also have great news. <laughs> so, um, you know, I always talk about how to get in touch with me. And, uh, and I really would love to hear from people, whether it's about diet or it's about anything else that we've talked about or, or anything that we haven't talked about. Really, I would love to hear from you. Uh, and talking with each other will help, uh, help stimulate our vagus tone. Tones, uh, vagus nerves and increase our vagal tone. So, uh, so there's another incentive to get a hold of me. And there's two ways to do that. Uh, the first way, 
the easy one, I guess, is the is just to send a traditional email, right? And my email address is art at artburnscoaching.com. Simple, right? The next one, and this is a great, this is really big news for me. Um, you know, last night I finally remembered to ask my wife to change the uh, the website, right? I know I've been talking about this for for weeks now, and uh, finally last night I, I I remembered to ask her to do it. It's it's been totally my fault, not hers, uh, but finally it's done. So if you go to artburnscoaching.com, uh, right there on the front page, there's a big white circle, and in that circle it says uh, uh, virtual cup of tea click here okay so if you click there you're going to automatically be dropped right into my my uh, calendar program and my calendar program is only going to show you available times that are available for me too so simply by picking any time on there um, you are going to automatically it's going to be a time that's good for me too and it will be booked in the calendar will not be changed and so uh, and at that point it's just a matter of us exchanging phone numbers or, or agreeing to a video chat with which I will do all the work. So all you have to do is click that link, book a time, and I will take it from there if you would like to get in touch with me and talk about any of this stuff or anything else. All right? So thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful day today. And, um, and really, it, it brings me such joy to, to, to come here and talk about this stuff, not only because it's uh, increasing my vagal tone to talk so much, uh, but also because I know that some of this information is really, really helpful. Not some, but all of this information is really helpful. And, uh, and I, I really, it just brings me joy to know that some of you are going to be getting some benefit out of it um, or already have. So anyway, thanks again. And uh, I wish you well and I'll be back again tomorrow with some more stuff. Uh, Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Uh, Just wanted to let you know, I actually just put a a link to that uh, TED Talk by Barbara Fredrickson in the the description of this podcast episode. So check that out. The link's right there. It's a wonderful talk. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. This is the Body Scan Meditation for Self-Discovery and Emotional Awareness. Let's start by getting into a position that is comfortable, relaxed, yet alert at the same time. This means not to be too relaxed that we'll want to fall asleep, and also not too rigid that we're going to get tired from keeping that position. And now I'd like to start this meditation the same way we start every meditation, by taking three really deep breaths and exhaling all that air on the out-breath. That doing this is going to get us some really good necessary oxygen into our bodies and our brains. And it's also going to signal to our subconscious brain that this is something we want to do. And therefore our subconscious brain will not try to stand in our way. So go ahead and take three really deep breaths. Make sure to push all the air out on your exhales. And now, allowing your breathing to settle into its normal, natural rhythm, let's spend a minute just paying attention to our breath. All we're doing is trying to sense the the sensations of our breath. We're not trying to control our breath. 
We're not trying to breathe in any certain way. We're simply watching it. You can feel this sensation either in the nostrils as the air comes in and out, or you can feel it in the gentle rise and fall of the abdomen. So let's take about a minute and just observe this wonderful breathing process without trying to control it and without trying to think about it, just sensing it. And now we're going to start scanning our body. We're going to scan our body with a wave of awareness. We're going to start in our abdomen and just gently noticing any sensations that you have in your stomach area or your chest. And just allow this awareness to sweep over this front of your body. There's no need to move anything or to, to feel anything in particular. If there's an absence of sensation, that's fine too. We're just trying to notice what's there. So starting in your abdomen and letting it rise up to your chest and the front of your shoulders, let's take a minute and just feel any sensations that you might feel there. Now we're going to let this wave of awareness scan our backs. So starting in the lower back and gently rising up through your mid back and your upper back, let's just again, just sweep this area with a wave of awareness, not worrying about what we find there, just simply noticing what is there or what is not there. Let's take a minute and just gently sense anything that we can sense in our backs.
now let's let that wave of awareness keep rising up and wrapping around our shoulders and our neck this is a very common place for people to hold tension so pay a special attention to this area and see if you feel any tightness or any looseness or any maybe slight pain Whatever you feel there, it's okay. Let's just accept it and not try to change it. But notice at the same time that as you pay attention to this area, maybe the tension on its own will dissipate a little bit just by virtue of you paying attention to it. So let's just take a minute now and focus our attention on this area of our body, the upper back, the shoulders, and the neck. And now let's let this wave of awareness sweep up around our jaw and into our face. Again, our face is a place where we hold a lot of tension and tightness. So pay special attention to the areas around your mouth, around your eyes, and in your forehead as you sweep your entire face with this scan and wave of, of awareness. Again, you're not trying to notice anything in particular, and you're not trying to move to make something, to feel something that's there. If there's nothing there, that's just fine. And again, notice as you're watching this area, whether some of these areas will, you know, loosen up and lose some of their tension just by virtue of you watching it. So take a moment now and sweep your, your face from your chin and your jaw all the way up to your forehead. Do it nice and slowly and feel any sensations you feel there. Now let's let this wave of awareness continue up and wrap around the outside of our head, starting with our forehead, sweeping across the top of our head, down the back of our head, 
and around to our ears. Again, noticing any sensations that are there or noticing the absence of sensations that are there. Anything you do feel, just acknowledge it with open awareness and don't try to judge it and don't try to change it. And now, let's direct our attention once again to the sensation of our breath, either in the abdomen rising and falling with each breath, or in the air coming in and out of our nose. Let's just take a moment and, and examine and pay attention to the in-breath and the out-breath and the spaces in between. Not trying to control your breath, simply watching it. And now we're going to scan our bodies for emotions. So call to mind a positive experience in your life, a time where you felt happy, you felt loving, you were joyous, and you're, you know, optimistic and just really proud of yourself. Let's take a few moments and just bring to mind this experience in your life. And as you do, we'll experience the feeling of this positive emotion. Okay, bringing the attention to our body. Where does this positive emotion sense in your body? Do you feel it in your face? Do you feel it in your chest or your back? Notice if your breathing changes as you're, as you're thinking about this positive experience. And notice any tension changes as well or temperature. Again, we're looking for a positive emotion and so you might feel some expansiveness and maybe some warmth, and maybe a little tingling. Just observe these feelings and try to notice where in your body they are. And oftentimes they will move within your body. So try to follow them from one place to another. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to just really be present with this memory and the feelings that this memory evokes from you.
Now, once again, let's focus our attention on the sensation of our breath. Once again, you can notice that either in the in and the out of the air on your nostrils, or you can notice it in the rise and fall of your abdomen. Paying attention to the in-breath, the out-breath, and the spaces in between. And now let's gently call to mind an experience of a negative time in our lives, a time where you may have felt not so proud of yourself, a time where you were disappointed by, by what you did or how you reacted to something. Perhaps you said something you didn't want to say. Perhaps you just didn't feel right about something you had done. Let's just gently and non-judgingly pay attention to that experience in your life. And at the time that we're paying attention to it, let's see where it feels in our body. Just like we did with the positive emotion, we're looking to sense where in our body we might feel the negative emotion. It could be a tension, it could be a heat, it could be a, a pain somewhere. Just bring gentle awareness to your whole body and look for where you feel this sensation. I'm going to give you two minutes just to be present with this experience. Now, let's let go of any of these negative 
emotions that we're feeling or the thoughts of a negative experience in our lives. To do this, we can return to the present. The one thing that is in our life that is always present is our breath. And so by paying attention to our breath and the rise and fall of our abdomen or in the air coming in and out of our nose, by focusing our attention there, we automatically focus our attention in the present moment. So let's spend the next minute or so just focusing our attention on our breath, not trying to control our breath, not trying to breathe in any certain way, just noticing it, just watching it, noticing the in-breath, noticing the out-breath, and noticing the spaces in between. Thank you for doing this meditation with me today. Knowing our emotions and sensing where they reside in our body is the first step to understanding and to be able to control our emotions. And so this is a very important practice. I suggest you do this as often as you feel comfortable. Once a day for, for a little, for a week or so would be really great. Um, and then return to this every now and again. It's good practice, and the more you do it, the better you're going to get at sensing your emotions. And again, the better you are at sensing your emotions and understanding them, the better you are at not allowing your emotions to engulf you and to control your life. I thank you for your attention, and I wish you well. <laughs>